Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today, the question is, a thought appears, then what? I wonder if you've ever considered that. What happens once a thought has appeared. What is truly the the mechanism, I suppose, not that we are mechanistic, but the, the process that we go through once a thought has appeared. And and just to, to rewind a little bit, the appearance of that thought is not down to you. The appearance of that thought does not mean anything about you. That thought, when it appears, is neutral and random. And I guess this exploration today comes from, a, um, comes from having those ideals underpinning it. It is in the knowing of those things that there can be more ease about what is to follow in this conversation. So there is a thought that appears in our awareness. There are many thoughts that never make it that far. <laughs> they, you know, they are like, you know, we think about the salmon leaping up the, the river, that there's many that don't make it. You know, there are many of our thoughts that never, ever come into our awareness. And in that way, they are a bit like clouds, because if you, even if you're watching the weather um, intensely, you would miss quite a lot of the clouds that were going past. So there is a, a thought that is there. It's suddenly there in our awareness, isn't it? And, and of course, I am slowing down a process here that ordinarily happens at the speed of light or almost, well, not often that we are consciously aware until we are quite a way down the line. But I hope one thing you have noticed is that there are some thoughts that come in and they're just they're just not of interest, are they? You don't particularly want to gain, engage with them. An example I came up with the other day would be if you were on the motorway and you fancied a coffee and the the next place to buy a coffee was, you know, you can see it on the signs, can't you? The next place to buy a coffee was 20 miles away, 25 miles away then you probably, you would just have it, it would be there in the back of your mind, sort of, yeah, I'm going to stop at the next services. But the thought, I want a coffee, I want a coffee, I want a coffee, would not go 
galloping out. You know, it wouldn't be like, oh, I can't stop thinking about the coffee. Uh, I must do something about thinking about the coffee or, you know, you wouldn't go into any work on that thought, I want a coffee. You would just, you'd just wait till the next services and then it would be sorted out, wouldn't it? And so, and, and I think there are other thoughts that I've noticed personally can come and go with quite a lot of ease. And so something like um, a thought, a memory of the past um, that that pops into my head. Oh, I remember when we did such and such. And yeah, I'm a moment of, yeah, that's nice. But then, you know, I get on with the rest of my day. Um Often thoughts about things to do pop in and pop out again. And that's why we forget to do things, I think, isn't it? Um, often if I don't write that down, it is here and gone in a moment. That is that is how it works. And I think noticing how that's working in your everyday life in the kind of gentle, fun way can be really beneficial when it comes to our relationship with those more sticky thoughts, the ones that appear to have a little bit more power over us. Um, perhaps I should say there that you are the power, the thoughts aren't. You're not the thoughts, you're the thinker. And although I, I hesitate to use the word control, you do have some control, I can't just can't think of a better word, of where you place your attention. And that really is the key of where I am pointing today is that some thoughts are like demanding toddlers in that they seem to scream and shout and wave and set off fireworks and, you know, throw themselves on the floor in the supermarket <laughs> in order to get our attention, in order to get themselves into our awareness. And once they are, once we've seen that, once we've seen that thought, so I think this is really quite prominent with our habitual thoughts, our thoughts about the future, our thoughts about what the people think about us, perhaps our guilty thoughts about the past. There will be some kinds of thoughts that you have a different kind of relationship with. And that's just really struck me. That's what it is. If we had the same relationship with that, thought about the coffee or the random memory of the past about our na a nice holiday or whatever, if we had the same relationship with those thoughts as we had with these ones that seem more pressing, there would be more ease around just letting them go. Because the thought has no energy. It is just just coming into form in, in, in our awareness but it is the energy that we give it through the awareness we concentrate on it. And that kind of seems to have a couple of different streams to it to me. It seems that there's, there's the place of noticing the thought and then, and then carrying on with that thought, this kind of spiraling, 
there's the initial thought and then this is one that's very closely linked but slightly different and it's almost like those thoughts have commas between them that this and then that and that you know they kind of chain of thoughts that then build into something that we then experience often quite physically a visceral feeling in our bodies an emotional response of you know feeling anxious very very overwhelmed that pressing feeling on your chest that stressed out feeling but I also think when we start to see this capability we have of creating our experience through thought in the moment it seems then that there can be a lot of um, being down on ourselves for having the thought in the first place. So if we've been in a place of self-development, working on our thinking as a thing to do, and then we notice one of those thoughts we don't think we should be having, it's really easy to add more awareness to that thought in the process of trying to get rid of it. And, and really, your, your thoughts have this natural ability to flow. That's what they do, like clouds blowing across the sky. But in that moment of starting to think, oh, it's my job to change that thought, it's my job also to change the associated feeling, we can really add a lot more consciousness to that thought. We give it more and more awareness, and that really just gives it more energy. The thought itself has no energy because it's just some words kind of tiptoeing across your head. It's a, it's a funny way to look at it, but feels maybe helpful. Whereas it is that attention, it is that awareness now that, that gives that extra energy and makes those thoughts then be felt by us. Now, it may sound like where I'm pointing to is that there's something to do about this. But really, what I've done today is to describe how it's working. And when you start to notice how it's working, it somehow seems to trip out the system. It just creates some space because then if your awareness is on oh, look at how it's working today, all day, every day, all the time, but look at how it's working, look at what's happening here. Suddenly your thinking is on something else. Your awareness is on this curiosity, this interest. Oh, I see what's going on here. And, and somehow that seems to bring a settling feeling, a nicer feeling, and, and kind of a departure of the thoughts that we were trying to force to depart anyway. And that feels like something, as I'm speaking, that feels actually quite fresh and new to me. I love it when something comes out when I'm talking to you like this. So, yeah, get curious about that. Notice what you notice and see how helpful that is. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.